Welcome to the ACC Panic Room alongside Lauren Brownlow. I'm Joe Obius. I'm deep inside the Barclays Center in our very luxurious broadcast space here in Brooklyn. Brownlow is back in Raleigh. Didn't really matter if you were here or if you were back in, uh, back in Raleigh. Uh, this NC State season probably came to the merciful end that most fans wanted to see. I don't know if the players or the coach wanted to end, but yeah, it, it's over now. It's finally done. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of a weird microcosm of state season, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, they hung in and then every time you were like, okay, they're about to cut into a single score game or okay, they're going to go on. a. They just couldn't do it. And yeah, but they fought till the end. They, they really did. It just, they didn't have enough. Yeah, they didn't have enough. But the thing is about NC state this season is that they have, pieces they have talent Terquavion Smith is talented even if he can't do anything against Clemson for some reason his stats against Clemson are insane it was two of 20. yeah I think yeah for the for the two matchups two of ridiculous um he just could not make a bucket it's not it's not like he was getting bad shots and even Kevin Keats talked about it after the game it's not like Clemson was doing anything to make life miserable for him it just was a bad game for him and we saw this with Darian Sebron over time. He went through this really hot phase. And even in the, at the beginning of conference play, he was a lot of fun to watch. But again, and he had his moments tonight. I mean, it he was did. the most fun I had watched him in a while, actually. Yeah, but he just, yeah, he didn't have enough. And as, as Jordan Cornette said in the broadcast, and he's right, that dude got a jump shot. He'd be like the most dominant scorer of all time like because he just is so good at driving the basketball he just doesn't have a jump shot that teams have to respect and I think once they figured that out yeah just made him that much easier to defend especially as he was their only viable offensive option for a hot minute and yeah so what next (laughs) I really but I know you get it in your mentions. I get it in my mentions I'll get a couple emails uh you know during a during a week's worth of shows and we've been talking about Kevin Keats coming back for what feels like the entire season, not just the last couple of weeks. And I know Boo Corrigan, athletics director at NC State, told Jonas Pope of the News and Observer straight up, Keats coming back next year. Yeah. He essentially said the same thing to Adam Gold back on February 4th. Jillio, uh, you know, we posted this video a while back when it came when we when we talked about it talked about the business of basketball college basketball and agents and perceptions and everything else which also led to the decision to bring keats back or or the pending decision to bring him back so it's not about whether he should or he shouldn't it's okay you're going to be back next year what's that going to look like is this as simple as what happened with steve forbes at wake forest where you get the right transfer, a guy from Oklahoma, who I think was averaging six points a game, who ends up becoming the ACC player of the year. We're talking about Alondis Williams. Or are you going to get another transfer that doesn't necessarily pan out for what you're doing? Because it really can be the the razor-thin difference between a good season or what's perceived as a good season and a bad season. And Forbes might deal with this next year uh, with the nature of college basketball because we know the transfer portal is going to go nuts. And right. Keats could be uh, the fortunate one. Again, I'm not I'm not trying to say that what Steve Forbes is doing at Wake Forest is somehow fluky. I'm simply pointing out with the nature of college basketball, it really is fleeting given the nature of transfers. I mean, I'm super curious personally to figure out, because let's be real, right? The teams that aren't Duke or Kentucky or to a lesser extent some others aren't getting top talent anyway. Yeah. 
So I wonder how much they shift away from even like recruiting freshmen that much and just go after transfers. No, it's entirely possible. Focus because like that's been a thing that's worked for some people. But like you said, there's a lot of volatility there. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, fans aren't patient. They see teams lose everybody and then get transfers in and they pick up where they left off. So Mm -hmm. it's like if you can't figure out a way to make this transfer system work that suddenly got thrust upon college basketball two seasons ago, then – you're not going to be able to be successful. And it's it's a big shift, but it's one that everybody's going to kind of have to adjust to, especially if you're not one of those top-tier, well-established programs because you know you're going to lose some guys, and even those guys will lose some guys, you know? Yeah. So it, it is a quick – it's a fascinating to me because it's such a quick shift, I feel like, relatively mm-hmm. speaking. And I don't think that a lot of programs are prepared for it, and it'll be interesting but, to see how it impacts Keats and State moving forward too. But the funny thing is, though, is that you know one of the things that I always thought was going to be a strength for Keats is that he was coming from programs where you're dealing with new rosters all the time, you know, you yeah, know, so, like at UNC Wilmington. But he had but, some multi-year guys there too. Well, and, and you don't get and, that as much here. And some of those guys did come with him over from Wilmington, and that's why I really do think that NC State's how we're going to view NC State season next year or going into next year is based on two key things. What is the coaching staff going to look like? Right. I really do. And I've made this point before a couple of panic rooms ago. I think that NC State can buy Kevin Keats some time with the fan base or the idea that things are going to develop in the right direction. If there's like a Stan Jones at Florida State. Right on i'm not saying it has to be exactly like stan jones we've seen instances like that like bobby lutz with mark godfrey to whatnot i was gonna say maybe although the state fans in my mentions have just been like well we're already paying him all this money why do we have to hire an extra because that's not how it works there's head coaches do a lot of other things too including you know know. recruiting and everything else what if they hire a transfer portal coach instead Hey man, we're, I mean, I mean, we're probably we're probably headed in that direction. I know. So I'd be curious. I'll be curious to see what they do with the staff. We saw this. The, the, the only thing we have to base this on is what we saw Boo Corrigan do with uh, Dave Doran uh, with yeah. the football side of things. So I got to imagine there's going to be an offseason conversation about what the coaching staff makeup is going to look like. Who do you bring in? Who's going to help? How can you develop as a coach? Because you got to remember too, like Doran, he's just a he's, young guy. Yes, I was okay? going to say the same thing. He's yeah. a young guy with his first Power Five coaching gig at a tough spot like NC State and the ACC. So there's a little bit of a growth factor that comes along with this. Um, just like Dave Dorn kind of came into his own as a head coach. So I do see similarities. Also in, from a mid-major. Yes. I So I do see some similarities between Keats and Doran under Boo Corrigan. Yeah. The other thing is, as much as we talk about transfer portals, continuity does matter. And you've got guys like Terquavion Smith. You've got guys like Darren and Seabarn. Something that Keats has talked about that if they come back and they develop, then it just is another step in the right direction for NC State. And they won't finish dead last like they did this year. Yeah, it just got a little rough, but, you know, <laughs> it can only go up from here, right? How much do you think I can get that NC State 2022 Brooklyn uh, ACC tournament shirt for tomorrow? You think it's still on sale tomorrow here at the uh, Barclays Center? Yes. I do. I think that you can get your own teams because as much as they're trying to, they're mm. they're trying to incentivize you, the fan, going to the whole tournament, which this is true. This as is true. 
you know, as we're, I think we're kind of figuring out, especially based on secondary market prices on a Tuesday, if you bought a ticket package, instead of just like buying a single game ticket, you are a sucker or just really yes. ACC basketball, yes. one of the two, which cool. Okay. But imagine like sticking around for like many more days. Oh. You just want a trip to New York, I guess. And uh, it, well, there were, there was, there's something that I've noticed the last couple of weeks on Twitter. I don't. I didn't notice it in other seasons. I've just seemed to have noticed it this season with Kevin Keats. People have been noticing that Kevin Keats is out on the court a lot. Like he's, yes. you know, he, he's, he's coaching. You know, he's he's get, he's like everybody else. He's getting. Wake oh, fans were saying that he almost tripped somebody. Oh, Wake Wake fans. I think the Wake fans were the one that kind of really put it on social yeah. media because it's like, is this the first time you've watched an NC State game since Kevin Keats has been here? That's what he does, and I would argue. He hasn't run into a player yet or vice versa. A player hasn't run into him yet, which would make my point. Nobody in, a, in an arena on the court has the awareness quite like Kevin Keats. He, he he's, got, he's got court vision. He knows what's up. He, does. he, knows, he, knows, he knows right the right time to get out of the way so that nobody I trust. I trust him not to run into somebody more than I do like Josh Pastner, who also throws the ball at times. Well, Pastner, Pastner is, is a guy who um, just likes to make a huge spectacle on the scorer's table and everything else. I mean, the man wears a mask like a freaking COVID funnel uh, earlier in the year. So what's he really doing here? He's just it's all it's all for show. I think he just gets a little too into it. And that's uh, that's the rest of it. So that's that's kind of what this offseason is going to be about for NC State. Who's going to stick around? Who can they bring in? And then what's the coaching staff? going to look like and then that sets the table for next year now if they don't turn it around next year if they don't make the ncaa tournament or are they're not one of these last team in situations or last team out situations it's like seriously putting yourself on the bubble then we are probably talking about another coach at nc state the following year but you got to set the table for next year and i think this was the right thing to do with recording because everything else is out the window now there's no more ncaa stuff that's hanging over you and you know you got a, you got an ad that's you know involved with what you're trying to do and you kind of know what you, you know you know what the parameters are you know what the criteria is and then you can judge kevin keats next year with really no excuses it's worth pointing out too that i know some people have said well you know if we're gonna have to hire a new coach anyway like we want somebody to come in and start building already. This isn't like college football. Like you can no. have a good team within a year or two. Like it's not, yeah. if you still have to let go of Kevin Keats, I think the timeline will still probably be similar or could be similar anyway, mm -hmm. than it would have been otherwise. So well, let's gonna wrap it up for this edition of the ACC panic room. We will see you all at some point Wednesday evening. I mean, we don't have, we don't have any triangle team. Oh, we got Wake Forest. I should say. I'm going to be hosting a hospitality here. So I'll just, I'll ask everybody to keep it down. Um, all right. That all or right. we can have some cameos uh, <laughs> from select ACC uh, celebrities like, that were not permitted to come to Brooklyn. I like your idea, Lauren. We're totally going to do that tomorrow. It'll be a cameo-laden ACC panic oh, room. Boy. We'll see you all later in the week.